Do you know much about your competitors? Do you know what they're up to? Have you discovered hidden opportunities that you could be taking care of because your competitors are not doing them or they're not doing them well? In today's episode, we're going to explore that very subject. Welcome to the Tradie Success Podcast by Annette Wellsford, founder of Common Sense Marketing and Tradie Marketing Secrets. Annette's on a mission to help honest, hardworking tradies like you to become marketing geniuses. So you end up spending less time on the tools and more time growing a great business. Hi, I'm Annette Wellsford, champion of hardworking, honest tradies. In today's Tradie Success Podcast, we're going to talk about how to do a bit of research on your competitors so that you can differentiate your business and stand out and perhaps discover some untapped opportunities. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> so first of all, I want you to put yourself in the mindset of your customer. When people need to hire a service business, you know, like landscaping or plumbing or accounting, they have nothing tangible to base their decision on. They can't see or touch or examine your services like they can a boat or a pair of shoes. So the presentation of your service has to be around you and the promise that you make because you have nothing physical to show them. Well, if you're a landscaper, of course, you might have some case studies of gardens that you've done that you can showcase on your website, but it is all about the service. So the next level of complication comes with choice. How do people choose an electrician when they all appear to be the same? How do people know if one plumber is any better than the next? The point is they don't know until they try them out. So as the owner of a service business, it's up to you to create an impression so you attract attention and build a story about your business so that you stand out from your competitors. And this is a subject that we're going to be talking about in great detail in, in future episodes. And there's a lot to talk about. So I want to break it down into manageable chunks. And the first is to take a step back and have a look at what your competitors are up to. So do some research on them. There's a lot to be said for benefiting from the efforts and successes of others. Not having to spend resources such as manpower, time and money on developing new products and services and trialling marketing campaigns is really valuable. And you can do this by researching your competitors to see what they're offering, what they're not offering and what opportunities there may be for you. So step one, identify your competitors. Firstly, you need to know or you need to find out just who your real competitors are. You might have an idea, but you have to look at it from the point of view of your customers. So some of these, like I said, you, you will most likely know already, but a little bit of digging may reveal others that you didn't know about. So I suggest you start by doing what 95% of people do these days, and that's to conduct a search online. Now, I'm going to use an example and I'm going to work through this example and you can take it and use it in your own type of business. So, the example that I've, I'm going to use is a roof tiler in, say, Newcastle. So, I've done a Google search on that term, roof tiler Newcastle, because I assume that's what most people would do. It could be plumber Sydney, it could be, you know, electrician Wollongong, whatever. So I suggest you also do this for your own business and your local area. Now, this will bring up a list of roof tilers in the Newcastle area that could very well be your competitors if you're a roof tiler in Newcastle, of course. 
there may be others too that you know about, but perhaps they don't have any online presence, so they're not showing up. And that's really important. Just because you know that they're a competitor and they're getting lots of work, if they're not showing up on the first page of Google results, uh, search results, they don't really exist because most people don't move past page one. So this is where you want to be. So when I did my search for roof tile in Newcastle, it came up with a bunch of results. And if you look at your own results and follow along, um, you'll see what I mean. So up the top, the, like the first three results in this instance, they're in a, um, a yellow panel that might change according to how your browser displays results. But the first ones at the top are usually paid ads. So they're Google AdWords. And the ones down the side, they're usually ads as well. So what we're focusing on um, is the ones on the left in the middle under the sort of ads. These are organic. So they're not paid ads. Um, what's happened is these companies have got onto page one in the free organic area because their websites or the directories where they are listed have been optimised for the keywords roof tile in Newcastle. And that's where you want to be. So looking at these will show you how it'll show you the competitors that haven't made it uh, to the top of the search engine results, but who are willing to pay money to get noticed. So if they're up the top or on the left, they have paid money to appear where whenever anybody enters the search term, like Roof Tiles Newcastle. Now another way to do a bit of research is to look in the local paper in the classified section and see who's got ads under your business classification. If the ad doesn't tell you much, then you or a friend will need to do a bit of snooping and we'll do a bit more on that in a moment. So the next step, step two, is to analyse your competitors and we're going to do this with what's called a SWOT analysis, S-W-O-T. SWOT stands for Strengths and Weaknesses, Opportunities and Threats. Knowledge is power. The more you know about your competitors, the better you will become at spotting opportunities where you can be better than them or fill a market need that they're not doing. This is the one of the key steps in differentiating your business. So go and have a look at those that have websites and see what services they're offering, how they've positioned their company, if they have any areas of speciality or if they have any special offers going. And then make a list of their strengths and weaknesses. Now you may need to do some snooping and call them up and ask them for a quote or get a friend or your partner to do it for you to, to find out really what their true strengths and weaknesses are. What you're trying to find out is what you can from the customer's point of view. So we've included a link to a free SWOT template that uh, we've created for you and you can use this uh, to do you can use this template to create your own SWOT analysis it's um, there's a link at the bottom of the show notes so what do I mean by strengths and weaknesses well strengths are things that you think they do very well and weaknesses are things that you think could be improved so you know, I'll, I'll give you an example of strengths and weaknesses. So some of the strengths could be they have a large team. They have some particular type of equipment. They have been in business for a long time. They offer a wide range of services. They have a website. They're listed high up in the search results on page one of Google. 
that could be all their strengths that you can find out about so far. Weaknesses could, if you've done a bit of snooping, could be they're slow to respond to inquiries. It could be that they they don't do roof repairs if they're a tiler. They might just do roof tiling. It could be that the website is only two pages long and doesn't really provide that much information. They might not have any customer testimonials on their website. You might have uh, actually got a quote off them, or your friend did, and it was done on a cheap form and didn't provide a detailed summary of work that needs to be undertaken, didn't specify a guarantee. It was basically just a price. And maybe they don't work weekends. So that's all the weaknesses about them that you've identified. So I suggest that you do that for every competitor, direct competitor in your area. It really is a very important and powerful exercise. So the next step is, step three, is to discover your opportunities. Pretty thorough analysis of your competitors. You'll probably find gaps in the marketplace that you could be exploiting. You may also find some product and service ideas that you could be offering to your customers. So using the example of roof tilers, I've put together a a little summary of possible service and marketing opportunities for a switched on roof tiler in Newcastle. So taking each of one of the weaknesses that I talked about before, let's see how we could turn that weakness into an opportunity for a competitive roof tiler. So if a weakness is they're slow to respond to inquiries, you could hire a virtual assistant to answer all calls within five rings and text the details through to you. So you're going to set a standard to call people back within an hour and you're going to advertise this standard. We once did a uh, some work with one of our clients uh, who was a plumber in Victoria and he had a, a very similar issue. Well, his wife did a lot of uh, research around their uh, city and she contacted several of his competitors and it turned out in the results that only one of them got back to her that day. The rest of them were very slow to respond and well, we saw that for him as a golden opportunity and we promoted that the new standard that we promised to call you back within an hour and his leads went through the roof. Another weakness could be they don't do roof repairs. So make sure you offer roof repairs, you know, as a specialty, particularly, but it's got to be profitable for you to do that, of course. Maybe one of your competitors only has a small website, it's only two or three pages long and it really doesn't provide much information. Well, I suggest you build a comprehensive website with photos of your work, before and after shots, provide info on typical roofing issues and all the sort of stuff that people want to know about. Provide value and be relevant and make sure that you're giving customers all the information that they need to make the right decision. And we can help you with that. Maybe they have no customer testimonials on their website, so make sure you do. Written ones, video ones, make sure that you've got some testimonials on some of the major directories where people also check out you know, reviews. The company, just assuming that they did come along and give you, give us, you know, your partner or your neighbour or whoever is doing your snooping for you, a handwritten quote with no detailed summary and no guarantee. Members of our Trading Marketing Secrets Marketing Training Program get a, a, a quoting template that they can use to prepare quotes so that customers know what they're getting and not getting and can see the difference 
between you and your competitors. That's very important. The sales process needs to be comprehensive and detailed every step of the way. And finally, the other weakness that we identified was that they don't do work on weekends. So why don't you promote a Saturday service for a couple of months and see if there's a real need for it? Maybe you could target working couples who can't take time off during the week. So there's a whole bunch of opportunities for you based on the weaknesses of your competitors. So the next step in the process is to identify threats. Threats relate to intelligence that you have picked up about your competitors, or there can even be general external forces that you have no control over, but still pose a threat to the future of your business. So what I've done here is identified three, you know, threats, or made up three three threats, which they could possibly happen to any trade business at any time. And let's have a look at how we're going to plan strategies to deal with them. So the first threat may be that uh, a competitor has purchased an expensive machine, which gives them the opportunity to tender for government work that specifies that, you know, tenderers must have this machine. Well, you don't have this machine, so that's going to keep you out of this loop or this, this work opportunity. So your strategy might be, okay, they're going to be so busy chasing government work to help pay for the new machine that you're going to focus on non-government work that doesn't require this machine. Another threat could be that um, you heard on the grapevine that they've hired a new guy that has got a couple of or one or two maybe specialist licences that you don't have, which gives them more services than you have and more opportunities. So there's three strategies or three ways that you could uh, tackle this potential threat. One would be to just direct your focus on your core business and your core services that don't require this license because they're going to be out there chasing work to keep this guy busy. So you in the background could be chasing, you know, work and they've taken, maybe taken their eye off the ball while they're chasing the work with this special licence. Maybe you're an electrician and you don't have an air conditioning licence. So focus on the other things that, you're, that you do have uh, qualifications for. Alternatively, using that same example, and you do get quite a lot of inquiries from your customers for air conditioning work, you could you could approach that competitor to do a joint venture with them, whereby you'll give them all the specialist work that you can't do, like air conditioning. And in return, you get a commitment from them to give you work that they can't service in-house or quickly enough. But of course, you will need to review the arrangement and the sort of work exchange on a regular basis to make sure that the exchange of work is equitable and good for both of you. Alternatively, third option is you could subcontract to them to do the specialist work for you under your brand and your banner. And thirdly, let's have a look at a possible external threat, which there's nothing anyone can do about, but it's a real threat. Say, for example, you have a lot, you do a lot of work for the mining sector. And as we know, the mining sector is dwindling and you may you know, potentially lose 50% of your revenue if that's how much you get from the mining sector. So what could you do about that? Well, you need to take action straight away. You need to start building relationships with other uh, commercial and industrial 
type of business owners um, so that you can replace that work. So you could start networking on LinkedIn, identify the sort of companies that you would like to do work for and connect with them and start, you know, networking with them directly on LinkedIn. Or you could do this on a face-to-face basis with local businesses. And it's, it's all about establishing relationships and a network so that you replace that mining income. You might have a, a look at your current um, client list and uh, everybody knows somebody. So why don't you put in place a detailed referral campaign to generate referrals to new businesses from your existing clients? This is something that we have helped many of our clients with um, implement a referral campaign and they do work. They do generate leads. You can't, you can't just sit back and wait and hope that people give you, will give you referrals because most people are too busy. How many have you given recently? It is really important to be proactive in asking people for referrals and don't be embarrassed about it or shy. Um, we actually produce referral cards and incentive programs and all sorts of things which are fantastic for generating referrals. In summary, take the time to identify and thoroughly analyse your competitors and the marketplace. This will give you valuable insights into the strengths and weaknesses and help you to clarify your points of difference. Along the way, you you may discover some great opportunities that you hadn't thought about before. Maybe gaps in their marketing or service levels that could provide you with powerful marketing advantages to focus on. As we mentioned, if, if other businesses are slow to respond, if they don't provide services to a specific market sector, this is what you could be jumping on. You could have a look at things that they're doing in their marketing which seem to be working really well and and maybe you should be doing those as well. So are they really active on social media? Are you? Are they on page one of Google and you're not? So this will give you an insight into where you should be directing your marketing. And of course, there's a lot more to it than that, but it's a good start. You may uncover new product or service opportunities that you could be offering to your clients that you hadn't thought about before. You may even discover new target markets that you've never considered before. You know, maybe with with the um, growth in the aging population, maybe it's time to focus some of your services specifically on the aged care sector. So I I urge you to take the time to get to know your competitors, know everything you can about them. If you've ever read the book or heard of the book uh, Sun Tzu by Sun Tzu, uh, an ancient Chinese general, he's got a fantastic book out. Oh, yes, you know, he, he wrote this book hundreds of years ago and it's been rewritten and reinterpreted many times by people over the years. It's called The Art of War. And the fundamental um, principle of Sun Tzu's strategies is to know your your competitors better than they do, know how they think, what their strengths and weaknesses are so that you can plan around it. If they're much bigger than you, there's lots of things that you can be doing. Take advantage of the opportunities that are presented to you. Big is not always better. When you're smaller, you have the opportunity to move faster, to change quick, change more quickly. So get to know your competitors, get to know them inside out, keep up to date with what they're doing and that will help you plan your strategies and your opportunities for your company. 
If you have any comments or questions about this episode, we'd love to hear from you. Simply enter them into the comments area below um, on the website at tradiesuccess.com.au. And as I mentioned earlier, we do provide a lot more detailed training about competitor research, doing a SWOT analysis, identifying opportunities and niche markets and differentiating your business in our online marketing training program, tradymarketingsecrets.com. Don't forget to download your free SWOT template here and get started. I'm Annette Wellsfish and thank you for listening. I look forward to talking to you again very soon. Bye now. Well done for listening to this podcast. You've taken another step towards becoming a marketing genius. Visit tradiesuccess.com.au to grab the transcript of this podcast and other useful marketing goodies and take some sort of marketing action today.